Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. My name is Adam Glenn. This is our... Uh, weekly rundown where we give you the top 10 stories of the week. I'm joined by my pal, Dax Holt. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Can't complain. Ready for the weekend. So uh, let's get into this, man. Yeah, we do our top 10 stories of the week. And to fill you in, to get you in and out, uh, it's not a long podcast. It's just kind of kind of break down the top 10 stories of the week so you kind of know what's going on uh, to make your week just be a little bit easier. So you don't have to just gather all the news. We kind of make it easy for you. Um do we want to read a review, Dex? Because we always get really nice people leaving us reviews. All right. Well, before we get into uh, our top 10, let's read a couple reviews. A little thank you for people taking their time, uh, going out of their way, going to iTunes and uh, leaving us reviews. Means a lot to us, guys. We really do appreciate it. So starting off, this one comes from Spill to Jill. Behind the scenes, you love you guys. Behind the scenes action. Thank you from Jill Saperstein. Thank you, Jill. Saperstein, Jill Saperstein, Jill Saperstein, whatever. Whatever. Jill Saperstein, thank you so much. Thanks, Jill. All right, let's go to the next one here. This one comes from uh, KBS. Fantastic show. This podcast brings me joy. They always have such positive energy that puts me in a good mood. They are such incredible interviewers as well. Highly recommended. That's right, KBS. I'm going to frame that shit and put it on the wall. All right, last one. Oh, that looks like a really long one, but we're going to go for it. Oh, that's a long one, but it's good. All right, this one comes from Jill Raylene. (laughs) By far the best info. Hi, I'm so happy to have found your podcast. I love all things Hollywood since loving US Week or Us Weeklies in my 20s. It's a guilty pleasure, but being stuck in an island in Maine is (laughs) an island in Maine is some entertainment. I feel all the other podcasts tell the same stories, and it's almost like listening to the same show over and over. Though you two cover the current stories, your podcast is unique without being rude or harsh to people. I just really love all your interviews and how much more information I get from this podcast compared to any other pop culture pod I listen to. So happy I found you currently working my way back to the first episode. Happy Saturday, Jill. Thank you, Jill, Raylene. So nice. Great review. I appreciate the length of it, too. You uh, you went into detail. She, she I appreciate did not that. just spend two seconds. She spent 10 minutes, and I appreciate that, Jill. We do. We do. All right, Dax, let's get into our top 10 stories of the week, starting with number 10. Uh, number 10, Jeff Bezos being sued by uh, one of his former housekeepers saying that uh, he had a racial bias and at least everyone that was working inside the house also had that racial discrimination. Uh, she said that she was working under conditions so bad that going to the bathroom was even just a total pain in the ass. Uh, so Mercedes Weda, I believe is how you say this lady's name, filed some legal documents and those were documents were obtained by TMZ and uh, she claimed that the team allegedly treated her and other Hispanic uh, cleaning staff members so differently compared to all the white employees walking around the house and on the property um, that the household manager was aggressive and abusive towards her while being respectful and to polite to the white staff. So she went on to say that she wasn't allowed to enter the home unless actively cleaning um, and 
that came into a problem when she needed to go to the bathroom because she claimed that they were forced to climb out of a laundry room window to the outside, run along a path to a mechanical room, through the mechanical room and downstairs to a bathroom. Um, so she is now seeking damages from Bezos and two companies that manage his properties. Um, uh, apparently, this is not sitting well with a lot of the people inside the Bezos camp because they are saying, this is crap. We have investigated the claims and they lack merit, um, saying that she already, she made six figures annually and was the lead housekeeper and she was responsible for her own break and meal times and there were several bathrooms and break rooms available to her and other staff so they said that when she was terminated she initially demanded nine million uh, when the company refused she decided to file a lawsuit so they're claiming bs she's saying that uh, life was not good there but the interesting thing is there was an update to this story saying one source says that her daughter is still an employee at the house. So interesting. Well, uh, yeah, that's uh that's a weird way, interesting way of kind of like, well, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a wild situation. Do you think Bezos is just getting sued every day by someone? Oh, I'm sure. You know why? Because people see money. And listen, I don't I I'm not saying this lady is lying. I'm not I have I don't know. I wasn't there for it. Uh, but I do see when you've got someone who has a lot of cash, they became an instant target because other people want their money. It's wild. It's it's actually sort of scary. And I'm not saying again that this girl is lying or she she could be right, she could be wrong. I don't know. With that said, I'm just saying it's just wild to live a lifestyle where you're just being sued every day, where someone's mm-hmm. serving you papers or there's some sort of lawsuit. And you probably might not even be aware of some of the lawsuits that are coming in just because there's so many. Yeah, but when you have he is, I mean when you have like he has a team that manages his dollars. Houses. I can't imagine that you're that nervous about the lawsuits. People aren't suing you for billions. They're suing you for millions and hundreds of thousands, and he literally shits that money. Yeah, but still, it's... Um, it's annoying. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's annoying. probably annoying, but yeah, I think he's so rich he doesn't even see it. It's probably that's more right. annoying right. that it's in the, the, the press and on the headlines right now. Well, I mean, that's where they really get you. What she could have done, you know, and I know this from other people than the entertainment lawsuit. Like, you go to her and say, listen, you go to Bezos and say, listen, we're going to file a lawsuit. If you want to settle now before we file a lawsuit, because since we file a lawsuit, it becomes public record. Yeah, but so that's for people that don't have endless amounts of money that don't want to rack up lawyers' bills. You True. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure he has many lawyers on retainer because he's being sued all the time or whatever. So for him, it's probably like, I'm already paying for this. So yeah, it's worth my time to just tell her to go kick rocks. Yeah, well, you either can pay her before it becomes a lawsuit, but now I guess he feels confident. Like, yeah, well, sue me. She wanted $9 million. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. Wild. Bad law. I, 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 you know what? Maybe she just got bad legal advice. Yeah. Agreed. A bad game of poker. All right, number nine. Number nine, Mindy Kaling shared a very scary incident uh, with, with, that her and BJ Novak dealt with when she was pregnant with her first child. So she was on Jimmy Kimmel the other night and uh, basically said, look, I, I, we had this really scary incident um, when I was pregnant. And I think it was like eight and a half months pregnant, she recounted, and basically said that the two of them uh, were going out to lunch. They pulled up in the car. They get out of the car. Some guy recognized them and said, oh, man, I, I love you guys on the office. They said, oh, thanks, but went in to go to the restaurant. Apparently, the the restaurant was locked, wasn't open, so they went and made their way back to the car, and 
they were like, well, this can't be our car because there's a guy sitting in the front seat of our car. And so they kind of like walked past and they were like, no shit, that is our car. And there's a guy, why is there a guy sitting in the car? And he was apparently going through BJ's um, computer, like looking for stuff. And she went into like attack mode and basically was like, get the hell out of our car. This is our stuff. You clean up all of this, put down the computer, put all of our stuff back and get out of the car. And I think she said that this was a real like eye-opening situation for them that, you know, you, you do have have to really be careful especially being in the spotlight being recognizable and two of them make you even more recognizable um and so i think she just said you know this is a wake-up call to us big time wild wild uh i'm do i wonder if she did a police report about this or what happened to the guy but that's just it's a gnarly situation man mm-hmm. i don't I, I really don't have too much comment to say like just wow yeah it's scary people are people are insane People are insane, How many? Dude. Every week, there's some sort of crazy stalker story that makes a new site. Someone, you know, tries to make their way onto Taylor Swift's property. Saying, I was going to say it's normally like Kendall Jenner's. I feel. I feel yeah. like Kendall Jenner's had like the most stalkers out of anyone. Yeah. All right. Number eight. Uh, number eight. Chris Red uh, breaking his silence about that. Uh, the details of that comedy seller attack that you broke and I broke the other day on um, our our off the record Facebook group page. Um, but uh, so he went on to a podcast called The Last Laugh Podcast. Talked about why he had to cancel last minute because he was supposed to appear on this pod uh, on that podcast. And he said, "Listen, you know what happened that night was just wild. I didn't see it coming." He said, basically. He got out of his car, started to walk towards the the um, the comedy, comedy seller, and someone punched him right in the face. But he says the the force at which it like cut the skin open on his nose. He says, I think that they had brass knuckles on because it cut all the way straight to his bone. He said he's taken a lot of punches in the face before, so he's like. But this one was on a different level. It was terrifying because of how much blood started gushing out of his face. Um, to me, I, I don't know. There, it, it doesn't sound like a mugging. And it sounds like Chris doesn't think it was necessarily a mugging attempt either. It's almost like the guy was waiting for him is what I'm reading between the lines here. It, it Yeah, yeah. it was all – Chris is – I'm going to be on. This is all bullshit. Chris is bullshitting, you know, and we said this on the last week's podcast. We broke the story about uh, this altercation that broke out at the Comedy Cellar. Um, Chris is girlfriend who used to date Keenan, uh, Keenan Thompson, uh, who's I'm sorry. The girl Chris Red is in a relationship with used to be married to Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson divorced the girl. Then she starts in a relationship with Chris Red. Then weirdly enough, before again, I'm repeating the story we said on last week's podcast. But weirdly enough, a week before this year's season 48 premiere of SNL, Chris Red said he's not coming to the show. And then all of a sudden, it comes out that he's dating this girl and that everything's cool between Keenan and Chris. It's not the case. Uh, I. There, this guy was his waiting nose for now, says it's not the case if you know what I'm saying exactly but here's the thing is <laughs> this is how we know he broke the story with TMZ and because I called the police department I called and they said they knew nothing about a, there was nothing about a chain snatch which TMZ reported remember TMZ reported mm-hmm. that there was a chain snatch why did not Chris bring that up during this podcast um, brass knuckles TMZ brought up the brass knuckles thing in the police report, in the press release from the police, there is nothing about brass knuckles um, performed. Now, the guy could have been wearing a ring and punched him, mm-hmm. but you know we don't know that. Nobody knows that there's brass knuckles used. He's just making a guess that he was just punched in the face with brass knuckles. But 
Chris broke the story of himself. I mean, I, I honestly, I think he fucked himself. He, he started dating the wrong girl. And um, I'm, I'm curious how his career turns from this because I think he did really job bad PR. And you know, uh, you know who this he girl needs? screwed him over. Oh, Steve, I know who he needs. Steve Honig. <laughs> he, he he needs Steve Honig. Yeah, Steve Honig is a legendary and, a, and an insane, incredible uh, publicist who was just on our, our Wednesday's episode. Make sure you check it out. This guy has worked with a ton of people. I crisis think, PR. That's what it is. He specializes in crisis PR. Chris Red needs some crisis PR right now. He should yeah, be calling up Steve Honig and saying, what the hell do I do? How do I get myself out of this shit? Because that guy knows more than anyone else. Chris got punched in the face, and somehow a guy who got punched in the face into the victim is starting to look like more of a more of an idiot. Yeah. Bottom line. All right, number seven. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence saying that Adele warned her not to do the Passengers movie, and she fin- finished that up by saying, I should have listened to her. So if you remember um, that 2016 movie, Passengers, it was her and Chris Pratt, they starred in it. It was a big box office bust, and I think it got like a 30% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, she is saying, yeah, you know what? I probably should have listened to Adele. Adele apparently said that... Um, that space movies are becoming the new vampire movies. And I think that just meant like they're they're being overdone. No one's into them anymore. And apparently she was right. Here's the thing. I liked Passengers. <laughs> I actually rewatched it again like three weeks ago. I think it's a fantastic movie. I love it. I don't know. I like vampire movies, you know? So come on, keep vampire <laughs> movies going. So I... Uh, yeah, it didn't do well, the movie. I don't know why. But that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It just didn't do well in the box office because people didn't talk about it. But it's not a bad movie. So I love when like people like Jennifer Lawrence or someone, Mindy Kaling, goes on a talk show like Fallon or Jennifer Lawrence goes uh, talks to the New York Times. They all have this like witty, fun story already teed up to give mm-hmm. off. You know, like, oh, Adele well, told me not to well, do you know, it. Like, it's so, just so it's it's just too corny how these stories are so like teed up. Okay, so here's the thing. If for, for people that don't know how this works in the not, daytime, evening shows, basically they have a producer call the celebrity or the publicist for the celebrity and they say, okay, what do you want to talk about? What's a story we can have? What's a, something to cue you up? And so when they come out, they're like, oh, you're friends with Adele. Has she ever given you good advice? And then, <gasps> oh, that's yeah, what just- Adele told me not to do this movie. So it's, a- <laughs> it's all pre-planned. It's they need sound bites. They need us to be talking about her being on the show. They it's like it's all a, a a pre-planned thing. I mean, even down to like Ariana Grande singing, you know, whoever like Celine Dion or you know, none of the and a lot of the stuff can be even pre-planned out in regards to like they've already rehearsed it, they've tried it before, and then they make it come out and make it look like a big organic thing when it's not. And it's all good. It's entertainment. It's it's Hollywood. That's what you got to do. But it's just not. It's not the reality of it. I honestly don't even believe the story. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. It's just so teed up and just corny and just. That's I'm why still, like, you watch these late night shows. You're not seeing an interview. This is not a real interview. You're seeing questions that they were able to prepare 24 hours in advance and you know talk to their publicists. Okay, what should the answer be? So. I'm still just mad that she shit all over Passengers because I actually really like the movie. I've it was a good seen movie. It four times, solid movie, and um, yeah, it's just like, oh, maybe I wasn't supposed to like it. Maybe I'm the idiot. <laughs> all right, number six. <laughs> uh, number six, the guy we can't speak of, 
uh, cannot sell White Lives Matter shirts. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, Kanye West, and we've talked about him for the last 17 weeks straight here. Uh, but you remember how he famously went to his fashion show wearing White Lives Matter shirts. Uh, well, he cannot sell shirts that say that here in America because the phrase has already been trademarked and uh, by actually by two black men, which I think is ironic and awesome at the same time. So... Uh, Ramses Jaw and Quentin Ward, I believe is how you say their names. I apologize if I butchered your name, guys. I'm doing my best here. Uh, they're the hosts of a radio show, Civic Cipher. They legally got the rights last month, and they told CNN that it's not, it's not about making sure it's about making sure it doesn't end up in the wrong hands, which I love. Like smart move yeah. on their part. Apparently, the trademark was um, purchased by one of their listeners. Literally the day before, the day of when Kanye went out there, it just kind of happened to like work out. And then um, they the, the listener ended up kind of like passing the rights over to them. So I just thought smart move. Um, very cool I don't move. Know, just not being able to profit. Like, you know, you hold the power in that situation. Yeah, very cool move. Very smart move. It's just uh, I, I would never thought of that for some reason. And I just think it's like, wow, that's pretty genius. Oh, God, dude, I know? was at a soccer game for my kids um over the weekend this dude rolls up with a black guns matter shirt on Ugh. and like a camo hat and i was like get the fuck out of here you're at a kid's soccer game bro like get your racist shit out of here yeah and take your fat kid who can't play soccer home <laughs> <laughs> yeah go make your kid run okay yeah, like, rather we don't need this at the soccer field come on Nice. All right, number five. Number five, Johnny Depp. He is confirmed to be a uh, doing a cameo at Rihanna's Savage X Fenty, Fenty fashion show. Um, so, you know, he will be coming out. I don't know exactly what he's going to be doing, but they're going to stream this fashion show on Prime Video November 9th. Um, and there will be some feature of him, you know, similar to what Cindy Crawford did for the 2021 showcase. But um, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be like MTV Awards where he did like a, the VR. You remember? He, it was like yeah, that just sucked. a graphic of his face. It yeah. was kind of weird. Um, or if he'll be there in person. But he is kind of like introducing the men's line for the fashion show. Yeah, there's a lot of people going to be at this fashion show. Um, Cara Delevingne, Irina Shayk, uh, Winston Duke, uh, Charlie Ralph, uh, Taraji P. Henson. There's, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's going to be performances by Anita and Burna Boy. Ooh, I, Anita's going to be performing? I'm in. Ooh, Burna Boy. I'll, okay. Um, no, I like, <laughs> I listen, I get it. You love Anita. She's fun on Instagram and Burna Boy is, I, he's pretty hot right now. He's a, he's got some buzz. I, I'll just watch the clips online, but it, I think it's a pretty, is Johnny Depp, like, is he trying too hard with this move? Like, is it just kind of too forced on us? Yeah, I'd, but people love him, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know don't they blame love him. Any of them, like people love Johnny Depp, especially right now. I just wonder how this conversation starts. Like, does Johnny Depp reach out to Rihanna? Does Rihanna reach no, out to Johnny Rihanna, Depp? Rihanna reaches out to him or Rihanna's team or someone on the the team says this would be a good move. I think there's someone, if I remember correctly, someone mm. that's in the fashion show is working with Johnny. So I'm sure that was the connection there. It's uh, it's definitely going to bring more eyeballs to the whatever he's going to do uh, to the fashion show. I, again, we don't know what he's going to do. If he's going to be walking, is he going to be just a talking head? We don't know. But it definitely brings a little bit more eyeballs to the very successful Fenty brand. All right, number yep. four. 
Uh, Miss Argentina and Miss Puerto Rico revealed they got married. And this is the finest lesbian couple I have ever seen in my entire life. So Miss former Argentina and former Miss Puerto Rico shocked and delighted fans by announcing their surprise marriage on Instagram. So Mariana Varela and Fabiola Valentin, they met back in 2020 at the Miss Grand International Competition in Thailand, where they represented, obviously, Argentina and Puerto Rico, respectively. Um, they both made the top 10, and then the two, like, hotties decide repair like they appeared to remain like close friends on social media afterwards but what people didn't know is that they were secretly dating the whole time and so they posted a matching instagram reels showing moments in their relationship romantic walks on the beach candid cuddles and uh basically this is the hottest thing it, they're gorgeous i mean it's very <laughs> listen they're they're gorgeous women they're they're now married i think it's a very very uh, interesting business move uh, wait, wait, wait! Why do we go business move on this one? No, listen, because I listen. I, I'm happy they're pro- they're in love, but like it's good for business as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're very marketable now. I think it's very interesting. Uh, my biggest takeaway from this, honestly, and it's just such a random thought, and yeah. I think this would be a a better beauty pageant if they did male beauty pageants. And I just think because you could hate on men, you can't really hate on the women. And for some men to come up and just wear like bathing suits and just. They're, like they're just a total pack. It should be so much, right? I just feel like male beauty pageants would be a lot more entertaining and interesting. You're right. There would be a lot of hate. It would be It'd pretty be a, funny. Just you like would hate on these guys. They'd wear suits. They get a, you know, like it would be just so fun to hear their answers and they have this, you know, like it'd just be a great thing to see male beauty pageants. I just think it'd be really funny. That's just the only thing I could take away from this. But congratulations, Miss Argentina and Miss Puerto Rico. Number three, Dax. This one is blows my mind. This one is so weird. Uh, Cher, uh, seen out holding hands with uh, Amber Rose's ex, Alexander Edwards. So they were out last night. They went out to grab dinner with, by the way, Tyga, because her and Tyga and Cher have now become like friends, which is strange. Yeah. It's super weird. Uh, but they went to Craig's in WeHo on Wednesday night um, and were there inside. Alexander came out to, or, uh, so Alexander and Tyga went inside. Cher shows up. The two of them, like, he comes out to escort her in, grabbed her by the hand as they strolled inside, holding hands. There was a moment when he was in the back of the car, like, kissing her hand. Then they, after that, uh, after, like, midnight, they headed over to the nice guy for some more fun. Uh, Tyga got in his own ride, but um, uh, Alexander and Cher ended up taking a ride home together. Um, let, let's see. I, I mean, people do obviously want to know the age gap here. There's about a 40 year age gap. She is what? 76, 76, 76. And he is 36. So, uh, I don't know. This to me screams PR move is what it really screams because it's unusual and like, it's so public, like the kissing her hand in the car. I don't know. Something to me just says this is not real. He knew what he he knew what he was doing. She knew what she was doing. You go to Craig's of all places, which is, you know, as soon as you go into dinner, walk out of dinner, it's a press conference with cameras, and then you go to the nice guy, which is pretty much the only good hotspot currently in L.A. It's wild. And then why, Cher? Why are you with Tyga? Yeah, why she like she went to a fashion show in Paris with Tyga. I'm like, I don't know what's happening because it, they like how did these two become friends? I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Wild thing. It's um, um, 
Yeah. Weird move. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's um, – I met Cher once. It was during – there was uh, – I think this was after Trump was elected president. And I went on this rant. They're, like, they're, I think they were doing like these protests or something, rallies are all around New York City. And the streets were barricaded off and they were doing like speeches in random spots. And I remember like it was the one time I got to interview Alec Baldwin and like he was actually nice to me, but he didn't know who I worked for. And then I walked down this random street and Cher was just standing there by herself. And it was like the eeriest thing to just see Cher standing there by herself. And I was like, I actually had to go to her like Cher because it was like seeing like like it was a unicorn standing in a field. Dude, it really was. It actually was the most unicorn experience I've ever had with a celebrity. Like, share? And she was standing there. I felt like, like I actually have a photo of it. And it felt like there was like a glare on her. I was like, I couldn't believe she was there. I was like, hey, uh, I just started talking to her. And I said to her, I'm look, trying to find the photo. I was like, can I get a photo with you? And she was like, yeah, sure. And she was super nice. But like, I still couldn't believe it was share in the whole entire time. Because I was like so in awe and just kind of like weird not weirded out but like in shock that she was just standing in front of me and like no one else Are was there sure it was her there's a lot of people to dress up like Cher. well dude i honestly i took a, i'm looking for the photo i actually had to like i was nervous after i took the photo like that it wasn't Cher, but i, I it was her but i mean again i was just I mean, so, so shocked random so random dude i was yeah i'm looking at the photo yeah i'm this is the photo me and Cher, but you posted just, it in our private facebook group i want to see it all right it was definitely her, but again, I was so shocked that she was just standing in front of me. She was just like an enigma. It was just wild. Okay, random share right, story. All right, I'm number two. Posted it two. off the record so everyone else yeah, can yeah. see it too. We'll do number two. All right, number two, Selena Gomez apparently contemplated suicide during a bipolar episode. She revealed this uh, as part of her her new uh, documentary, Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me. It premiered on Wednesday in L.A., and um, I guess it'll be out on Apple TV or actually comes out on Apple TV today i believe maybe i may be wrong uh one of the you should be able to see it on apple tv anytime soon now (laughs) uh but basically she opens up a lot about her struggles with bipolar disorder revealing she had suicidal thoughts and checked into four different treatment centers she says that i think when i started hitting my early 20s is when i started to get really dark when i started to feel like i'm not in control of what i'm feeling whether that was really great or really bad uh, she went on to recount that she had like extreme highs and lows for weeks or months before understanding her bipolar disorder or diagnosis, I mean. And at times she said that she would have symptoms like mania and feeling like she may need to know, like she wanted to buy everyone a car in her life. And she just wanted to share her quote unquote gift. And then she would slump into like a deep state of depression and not be able to get out of bed. And, um, and one of her darkest moments, she said, I thought the world would be better if I wasn't there. Um, so really just kind of sad, sad situation to hear when you think some of the biggest stars in the world are, you know, living their best life or enjoying the fame and the money. And you realize like, sometimes that shit doesn't matter. You know, like she was struggling mentally inside and a lot of people just didn't even know. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for this documentary. I mean, I know it's a little sad, but I feel like Selena Gomez is a little bit different. For some reason, I don't know about you, Dex, but I always like kind of have this like inner thought. When I think of Selena Gomez, I think of Demi Lovato. When I think of Demi Lovato, I think of Selena Gomez. And I was kind of like burnt out on like Demi Lovato's story. But Selena Gomez has been a little bit more mysterious in a way. So yeah. I'm just curious to like learn more about her. Yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. 
I just want to know like what Selena's deal is like as a person. Like, is she like as a real person? Like, I want to know: is she fun? Is she cool? I mean, does she date listen, around? Like, what's what's her? Vibe? I think it's a, a big sign because she hangs out with a lot of like cool people. Like, Billie Eilish showed up to the premiere. Olivia Rodrigo, Camila Camille Cabello. Cabello. I yeah. feel like when a lot of like cool people show up to support you, you're probably cool. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I just want to know like. What kind of per? I don't know. I kind of want to hang well, out with yeah, her. Go watch her Apple TV documentary, and maybe you'll get a little glimpse and decide whether or not she's cool. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, I don't know much about her, and I'm just curious to learn more. And I feel like we're starting to learn more about her. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, kind of. I'm gonna watch it. That's cool. There's another documentary coming out about that pool boy. That might forget it. Random documentary talk. All right, number. <laughs> uh, it was about that pool boy with the Liberty University minister. Yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking about. The one. Yeah. Um, what was her name? Um, Whatever. I know what you're talking Hall, about. Uh, I forget the name. Hallwell? Jerry Hallwell? Yes, Jerry Hallwell. Fall- yeah, Hallwell? that's on H- Fallwell, something like that. Yeah. It's on like Hulu. I'm excited for that documentary, so I got to watch both of those. All right. Dax, finally, the number one story of the week. Well, and, I think everyone and this knows one's what this sad, yeah. Obviously, everyone knows the number one story of the week is the untimely death of Takeoff uh, after being shot in the head and torso, according to the coroner. So everyone knows him, obviously, from Migos. Um, he was shot multiple times, resulting in his death, uh, according to the medical examiner's office. This all happened in Houston, outside of a bowling alley, early Tuesday morning. Uh, there was a bunch of gunshots that rang out following an argument, um, also Cuevo was there at the time, um, who's also another member of Migos, for people who don't know those names. Um, and it seems like Cuevo was in a heated exchange. And at no point did he seem to be part of the back and forth. And then Takeoff is actually the one that got shot. Uh, so it's unclear who fired the fatal shots, uh, but there is some videotape floating around of a man holding a gun in the seconds leading up to the gunfire. And cops are saying that that is the man that is currently the person of interest in this death investigation. Um, and that the Migos representatives uh, put out a statement saying, look, this is senseless, senseless violence and a stray bullet has taken another life from this world. And we are devastated. Um, a lot of people People waiting for Offset um, and Cardi B to to post something because you know, listen, Takeoff is Quavo and Offset's family member, so everyone's kind of waiting, and we haven't seen much. Offset did change his avatar photo to Takeoff, but um, you know, nothing else has really been out. At least at this moment, the time of us recording this podcast, nothing's been put out yet, and Takeoff was only 28 years old, and a part of that, one of Quavo's assistants, Josh Washington, was also shot, but it seems like that's non-threatening. Yeah, I I think we should kind of lay off Quavo for a little bit, you know, like, he doesn't need to respond right away, there's a lot to kind of take in, I mean, honestly, it it didn't have to be Takeoff, it could have been Quavo, so there's just so many factors that go to this story, Um, it's sad, I mean, Migos was, is a great group, you know, and I got to be honest with you, I, you know, I don't know them personally. I don't know the Migos guys personally, but I've met them a bunch and they're really nice guys. Quavo yeah. is actually really nice. Takeoff was the nicest dude, like just like good guys, like very nice, humble, good people, good to the fans. So, and I, again, I was a fan of Migos. It's just, uh, it's sad. It's, yeah. um, Shitty it just dude. sucks. It just sucks. I feel like every day we're, every week we're reporting a new, like, massive shocking death in the industry yeah so, unfortunately anyway, the number one story is, of the week that yeah. is your the number one story of the week is always a death what is it the number one story of the week is always a death i no, feel right? like in the last like, few weeks ugh, 
God, I'm impressive. sorry, guys, but we don't make the news. We just report. <laughs> we, just, we just bring <laughs> you know? it to you. All right, guys. Well, that's it. We're going to wrap you up from your raw rundown. You're now caught up on all things entertainment news. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on social media. Obviously, we've got our private Facebook page that we keep pushing people to because we love it there. It is our new favorite hangout. It's called Off the Record. Find Hollywood Raw, then you'll find Off the Record. Um, you got to obviously request access and we got to approve it, but come join us. Have a lot of fun. Adam's going to post his photo of him and the unicorn hanging out in the streets of New York on there. And then uh, follow us on social media. For our own personal pages, you can find Adam at Adam Glenn. You can find me at Dax Holt. And you can find the Hollywood Raw podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We've also got uh, a YouTube page where you can watch us do this whole recording um, and, and see us if you've never seen us before. Um, and until next time, please take time. Go leave us a review. We appreciate more than anything. Um, if you can just take a couple minutes and... Love your podcast, five stars. Uh, we try to read those at the top of the show to say thank you to you guys because it really is our digital form of money. So thank you. Uh, we'll see you next week. A Huda Media Production.